Hey there, welcome to the 412 Canada podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is Kim Hutchins and at 412, we're equipping the church for greater influence through serving. 412 is a ministry of Faith Baptist Church in Huntsville, Ontario. We are so excited to be able to continue to equip you through our podcast and YouTube. Today, I'm so happy to have Tony Newhoff back on the show. Tony is a co-host of a podcast with Dr. Rob Nieder called the Smart Family Podcast, which is available on all podcast apps. Tony brings amazing experience from her past as a family law mediator, and she is a talented author and speaker. In this episode, we are going to talk about the importance of community and how we can be an encouragement to one another. Let's get started. Welcome, Tony. It's so great to have you back on the 412 Canada podcast. Hey, I'm thrilled to be here again. Thank you, Kim. Yeah, and we had such a great discussion last time. And so I'm happy that we can jump back into things again. And I thought this time, let's kick it off a little bit different. Tell us something fun that you like to do with others. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's so, so many fun things I love to do, but I guess... One is uh, a bit surprising yeah. um, because people don't expect this of me, but I love interior camping. So okay, I love really? to pack everything up, yeah. you know, compact in a few bags that we can portage easily, pack everything into the <laughs> canoe and paddle several hours away from civilization. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and Do now you? I can drag Carrie along with yeah. me. <laughs> Do you go often? Like, how often do you think We in a usually year? make it once or twice a year. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's mm -hmm. really fun. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> There's oh. always an adventure. Yeah, oh, it would be, right? Mm -hmm. And do you turn off your cell phones and just totally go... We no. <laughs> try to catch a signal, you know, you yeah. always want to have a signal in, yeah. in case of emergency, but usually we're out of signal zone. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really neat. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk a little bit about your podcast. You have the Smart Family Podcast. Yes. And what kind of audience do you think is your target audience for that? I think our target audience is young parents, mm -hmm. you know, parents with young kids, either yeah. anywhere from the baby stage. But I have to say into the teen years, we have some episodes that are specifically focused on yes. teens. Yeah. And we also do have episodes for married people, regardless yes. of whether you have kids or not. Yeah, which I think is fantastic. I love mm. listening to it. So oh, thank I'll you. Recommend it to everybody who's joining us that they need to check it out for sure. <laughs> And one of the other things I wanted to recommend uh, before we jumped into our talk today is you have so many articles on your website and mm. they are fantastic. I love how you write and I can just hear your voice in it. So is there a few that you would recommend to anyone who's watching us? Oh, well, I just wrote one. The fresh one that's out is about hidden soundtracks okay, and how they can derail your relationship. Oh, wow. So how to combat mm. the hidden soundtracks. Yeah. It jumps off of John Acuff's new book yes. about soundtracks. That's a great book. I've read mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I thought that book has a great application to marriage. So I tried to have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. I'm personally liking that one right now. Um, yes, there's also, um, 
you know, how to prevent the stress from leaking out. Yeah. Um, there's articles about forgiveness. I yes. love what my friend Charity Byers wrote about okay. um, you and marriage and mental health mm. and what to do if mental health is has become an issue in your marriage. Oh, that's so, a great one, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with everything that people yeah. have been going through. She's a clinical yeah. psychologist and she has oh, so, so much good. wisdom. So that's just a few highlights. Yeah, no, that's great. And we will link to all of those so people can check them out. Um, and as we jump into our talk today, I'm thinking about the impact the community has on everyone. And so can mm. we touch on that for a little bit? Mm -hmm. I can talk about that personally yes. um, because in the years that we struggled so deeply in our marriage, mm -hmm. we had a couple who we were in small group with and they encouraged us so much. They, they said things like, you know, oh, we, we know that you guys can make it. You can get through oh, this. Wow. Let's pray. You know, and they would sit down and pray yeah. with us and they journeyed with us through those tough years. So I've experienced it on my own. Yeah. Um, but I also have a, a story that illustrates, you know, what can happen when community disappears. Right. So yes. there's um, a couple I know, I'll call them Bob and Sue. Sure. And uh, <laughs> they, they lived in a town. They had a church community. Community. They were there for years and years, yeah. and they were closely connected. They each had their sets of friends mm -hmm. and friends together. Um, but their um, Bob's job was threatened in that area, and he felt he really needed to make a move to a larger center, to mm -hmm. a larger city, uh, so that he would have uh, the promise of other employers. Right. So they made the move, and uh, in the end, he didn't lose the job that he was thinking was threatened oh. and so he ended up commuting a couple of hours back and forth from this city to their home to to that employer's location oh, wow. long story short he became disconnected the commute yeah. in the new community yeah. meant that he was disconnected from friends not in a small group yeah and he also was finding physically that he just needed to get outside yeah. and do some exercise so he started going on walks he had a co-worker who asked him if, if she could go on walks with him yeah. and so I bet you can see where this is yes. going oh, so dear. they ended up in an affair yeah and uh, in and very quickly Bob displayed a lot of anger in his marriage towards oh, Sue and just boy. left left without remorse Wow and years later um, as God would have it, they reconciled. Okay. So they actually ended up marrying for a second time. Oh, wow. This is a true story. This is amazing. He has no end of regret for what he went through. And mm. one of the factors he points to is that he became isolated. Yeah. He didn't have that circle of friends around him mm. when, when the affair came to light. Yeah. If he had been in his normal you know, normal location with the friends around him that he'd had for so many years, um, he knows that they would have pulled him aside and yes. they would have said, Bob, what are you thinking? Right. Like, you've got yeah. this great marriage with Sue. How, how can you let this happen? Yeah. But he was emotionally isolated. Mm. He didn't have friends speaking yeah. into his life. And you don't need a large circle of friends. No, you know, you no. just need you like one you. or two close people who yeah. really know what's going on. Yeah. Like they know the real goods. They don't know the, you know, yeah. sometimes <laughs> the mask that we put on or the plastic persona. Yes. You yeah. need somebody who really knows yeah. and he says that that would have made a difference in his marriage wow. 
Oh my goodness. It, it takes a village to raise a marriage. It does, right? Mm -hmm. You really cannot do it alone. And so in your marriage, where do you find encouragement? Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I do find encouragement from the friends that I've had for years who have yeah. seen us through the ups and downs in our marriage. Mm -hmm. When I have a frustration, mm -hmm. I know that I can go to either one of, uh, of, of these friends and they will give me the straight goods. Right. So, and I've yeah. had this happen where, you know, I'm, I'm venting. This was in, in our tough years. Yeah. Um, I'm venting about Carrie and I'm complaining. And then my, my friend starts saying things like, well, Carrie actually, you know, is very hardworking and he's very loyal and he's okay. a great pastor. And she reminds, she's reminding me yeah. of the other side of the story. So she's actually, um, she, she's pulling out my blind spots. She's wow. calling me on it. Yeah. And you need friends who are, are close enough yeah. to you that they want the best for you. Mm. And when they see signs that you're getting into that blind tunnel or, you know, going in a negative direction, yes, she would listen to me vent. Yeah. But she also had the courage to, to push back in yeah. love you know, to speak truth with grace. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I think that's one of my greatest sources of encouragement. Wow. But in addition to that, I, yeah. would, I, I would also say that um, God's word is a, oh. is a steady source of encouragement. Yeah. Um, in those tough years, Psalm 34 mm -hmm. was a psalm that I've, I, I went over and over. Mm -hmm. And yeah. later on in uh, years after we got out of that really tough season, um, Psalm 95 really spoke to me. So I, I constantly find encouragement from God's word as well. Yeah, which is so good, right? It's one of those places that you always get filled up. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem to matter what mm -hmm. you're going through. Well, the, yeah. the, when, when you expose yourself to um, a steady stream of God's word, the Spirit's going to direct you and guide mm -hmm. you to what it is you need to see. Yeah, yeah, that is so fantastic. Thanks, Tony. And so let's talk also about emotional intelligence. Can you define that for me? And then talk about how does one take steps towards that? Sure. I don't know that this would qualify as a, you know, <laughs> dictionary definition of emotional no, but intelligence. You know what? <laughs> but, but, but basically, it is the ability to um, recognize, mm -hmm. notice, manage and respond to my own emotions and the emotions of others. Wow. So right. it's a, um, it's a skill. Yeah. It, I, I would tell anyone who, you know, maybe has grown up in an environment where um, it's non-demonstrative, you know, mm -hmm. people are not affectionate, they don't show their emotions or wear them on their sleeves. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Emotional intelligence skills can be learned, so it's okay. not like a feature of your height or, you know, <laughs> well, <that's good. laughs> your bone structure that you can't influence. Um, emotional intelligence can definitely be learned, but it yeah. has a learning curve. Okay. Yeah. So, what does that kind of look like? Yeah, I can, I can talk about that from personal experience, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I I would raise my hand and say, yeah, I grew up in an environment where. Um, the adults around me were not very emotionally mm. capable right. and that was probably because the the adults around them when they were growing up were also just they didn't have that emotional yeah, capacity. Yeah, it just keeps going, right? And yes, so I'm not saying it with any kind of blame or, or judgment, um, but that learning curve is uh, can be steep. 
if yeah. you've grown up in an environment where emotions are sort of ignored, skipped over, mm -hmm. not managed, or, you know, where there's um, maybe explosive um, displays of anger yeah. and then yeah. silence and no processing. So e emotional intelligence, I think, is um, what we're aiming for mm -hmm. is closeness, right? right? In a marriage, you're aiming for intimacy. Yeah. And marriage researchers like Dr. Sue Johnson, for example, um, would say that that human connection, like loving connection, mm -hmm. is an ancient wired-in survival code. Wow. Like we need it for um, for our survival, mm -hmm. and and I mean survival in the sense of a you know a life, a, a good life, a full yeah. life, you know, one the way it's designed to be. Yeah. And so without it, I mean, you know, can we eke out an existence? Sure. Um, but you're going to be white knuckling it and yeah, you're and not no going to reach the place where yeah. you actually um, feel like you can, you know, sink into this marriage and mm -hmm. feel like your partner has your back and that they get you. Yeah. So part of that is just training yourself to notice and respond, not react yeah. to your own That's emotions. A good difference, right? Yes. <laughs> and notice and respond yeah. to your spouse's emotions. Yes. Uh, it's a learning process. Yeah. No, that's so good. And can we also talk about um, don't play it safe, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, don't play it safe is something I've, uh, I, I want to make sure there's no misunderstandings yes. about because I'm very concerned about safety. If somebody's right. in a, a truly abusive relationship mm -hmm. or if there's violence going on, then, um, it, and even if you don't know, if you're wondering whether your relationship is safe or not, yeah, I really want any person who's asking that question to reach out and talk to a pastor, a small group leader, mentor, yeah. doctor, talk to somebody, somebody. and get advice yeah. and follow it. Um, but aside from that, don't, when I say, <laughs> when I'm talking about don't play it safe, what I'm talking about is that, um, that feeling of not being able to trust your, your partner's response. Okay. Especially if you've gotten into a season of struggle or, yeah. you know, if you're, if, if you've had tension simmering under the surface and mm -hmm. actually extending yourself in love feels like a stretch. Okay. Like when you have that feeling like, well, yeah, I could do that thing, but I don't know whether they're going to reciprocate it. I don't think they're going to appreciate it. Right. Um, maybe I'll be like a doormat. Am I just going to be walked all over in this mm -hmm. marriage? So, you know, people have those fears. Yes. I know what it feels yeah, like. Right. Because I've been there. And I think most and people who are married have come across this. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's it's a common place to end up. And so in just to frame this whole conversation, yeah. I want to bring out um, what one of the psalmists said. Okay. In Psalm 126, verse yeah. 6. Uh, the psalmist says, those who go out weeping, carrying yeah. seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Okay. And so in this psalm, you have the, the protagonist is going out to the field, weeping, mm -hmm. carrying the seeds, but returning with songs of joy and carrying the abundance of the harvest, the wow. sheaves of wheat. What a picture. And it is yeah. a, I believe it's a beautiful, promising picture for what can happen in your marriage yeah. if you're willing to extend yourself mm -hmm. and plant seeds of love. 
even if it feels like a risk. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, mm -hmm. say the kind thing, even if you feel like your partner doesn't deserve it. Yeah. And it's um, may even feel initially like you're being fake. Okay. I mean, if you if you take on the actions of love and the words of love yeah. as an act of the will when things are not going well mm -hmm. and it's tense and you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Um, when you do that, it yeah. can feel like you are taking a risk. And that's what I mean by don't play it safe. Yeah. If you plant those seeds of love and you keep on and you're steady with it yeah. and you just keep your eyes focused on the harvest of the better marriage that you'd really like to have mm -hmm. like the the not painful version but the beautiful version of your marriage that you yeah. really dreamed of when you got married um, <laughs> when you keep planting those those seeds and keeping your eyes focused on the harvest God's word tells you that you can expect to be singing songs of joy yeah. And that you do end up with a harvest. So yeah. so um, you can have hope in that, mm -hmm. right? Yes. That's I think amazing. that is a beautiful message of hope for anyone who's struggling or just, you know, at a tense place in your marriage and wanting it to be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love that picture, right? Thank you for mm. sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, you have served in your local church in many capacities. Yes. So would you mind sharing a few ways that you have served in the past or even currently? <laughs> <laughs> so when Carrie and I went up north to, uh, went north from Toronto to yeah. Oromodonte, there were three small churches yeah. and they were all within a five minute drive of each other. Oh wow, that's and so, really close. <laughs> yes, and so in those churches, they each had their own small congregations. Yeah. And uh, I was um, I was doing kids ministry in each. I was doing music music wow. ministry in each. We were running vacation Bible schools oh. in each of them and we were doing bake sales in each of them. Like we've had oh, everything going. Um, but yes, in, in all the ways that I have served in the church, uh, I think the two ministries stand out as my, as my like favorites, the ones that I just feel really connect with me. And one is the prayer team okay. um, that I'm currently still involved with. Oh, nice. And the other is a, uh, a ministry that we initially ran as Alpha. And I okay. love Alpha. Alpha yeah, programs are amazing. And we, um, uh, because we're affiliated with North Point, we ran yeah. Starting Point, which okay. is like Alpha, only it's, you know, there are some differences, but yeah. it's, a, it's a venue for conversations mm. for people who are not convinced about faith and they can bring any of their challenging questions there. And uh, yeah, those were my, I, th I think my favorite ways of serving. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I'm sure you have some funny stories. Like, I mean, to do it in not just one church, but three churches, mm. all that serving, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Uh, do you want a story? Sure, yes. Do you have a little story you could share? That'd be great. Well, in the early days, before we moved on from bake sales, yeah. um, we were having a bake sale, and so I decided to pull out all the stops oh and I goodness. baked not one but two pies from scratch. Okay. And you have to know that our churches are in a farming community yeah. and so this is, you know, it was a place where um, you definitely could not go to Zares and try to pass no. off somebody else's baking. You, you couldn't go to the local <laughs> bake, bake shop. That would not sure. do. So I pulled out all the stops and the flour was everywhere and oh, you know yeah. it, it took me hours but I came to church with my two pies and um, one of of the ladies looked at me when I walked in the door and she said, oh, 
the former pastor's wife used to bring 16 pies. Oh, no. And, and I said, did you call the former pastor's wife? <laughs> no, that's what I wish I said. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I just, I just stared. And I stared and then I slunk to the table with my two pies and put them down and oh, walked goodness. away with my tail between my legs. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But, and sometimes serving is like that, right? You go all out and then realize that maybe that's just not... <laughs> Anyway, they yeah. were they were wonderful churches, beautiful oh, churches, good. and they um, uh, they really loved Jesus, and they yeah. opened up a world of opportunities for people to come to Christ. That's so, so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it ends on a good note. Yes. <laughs> well, how about from all your experience, what would you say to somebody who's joining us that is serving in their local church? What would you say to encourage them? Oh, wow. I would say these are tough days for the church. Yeah. You know, we hear a lot on social media that sounds discouraging and even yeah. um, scary. Um, but I would just say uh, Jesus gave us a promise that he, you know, he will be with us always. Yeah. And so now I'm going to get teary if I think about it. But, um, but he is faithful. Yeah. And the more you lean into Jesus, the more strength you will find. Mm -hmm. um, so stand by your convictions and lean in um, because it's through, sometimes God will allow us to go through a painful journey, mm -hmm. um, but there's, <laughs> there's something beautiful on the other side. Right. We have to remember that. You won't that. know it. You <laughs> won't realize it unless you actually go to it because yeah. if you try to go around the pain or circumvent it or avoid it, you're not going to get to that beautiful thing that he actually wants you to have. Yeah. That's so great, Tony. And I think it's so encouraging for all of us that have been serving, especially in this season when mm. it has been so difficult and just wearing. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. that's great for us to remember and to keep our eyes on Jesus as we press yeah. through. So. And I, I honestly believe that Jesus shows us markers along the way that when you are leaning in and if there is pain, there will also be comfort. Mm -hmm. There will also be, just pay attention, there will be ways that Jesus will leave you a sign yeah. specifically for you um, to let you know that he's watching, he sees you, and his love is absolutely steadfast. Yes, so good. Amazing. Thank you again. I love mm -hmm. sitting and chatting with you and just hearing about the ways that you encourage those that are maybe struggling in their marriage or just, you know, ways that we can move forward mm -hmm. and, uh, and not to play it safe. That was such a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Kim. I love your ministry and I love what you're doing with these, these podcasts. So, thank yeah, you. it's my pleasure. <laughs> For those joining us today, I hope that you've been inspired by my conversation with Tony and that you're ready to take steps to help those around you. Check out our show notes to see a list of all the helpful resources that Tony mentioned, including a link to the Smart Family Podcast and Tony's website. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, remember to subscribe on your podcast app. And for those watching the video edition, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you don't miss an episode. Also hop onto the discussion. By following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at 412Canada. Looking forward to next time. Thanks for joining us.